Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Beware the Redwood Bureau, a secret organization which captures and researches creatures and objects that defy explanation. Their reckless procedures have led to countless innocent lives lost. I am Agent Conroy. I worked for the Redwood Bureau, but I have escaped them to leak their reports to the unsuspecting public. You have the right to know. Redwood Bureau Phenomenon 0886 Creation An email was intercepted by the Bureau. It contained a confession from a man who had invented something that had turned his life into a living nightmare. Agents traced the owner of the email address and apprehended the man without a warrant, seizing all the electronics in his apartment. Contained at a Redwood Bureau facility, the man was quick to explain his invention and his experience with it. A talented software engineer working as a telephone operator, the man used his spare time to create 0886, a phenomenon he called creation. Researchers studied the victim in a holding cell where he frequently reported hallucinations and would often wake up with lacerations in his neck. The Bureau first thought he had been clawing at himself, but further inspection revealed the lacerations had been caused by teeth. I don't need to remind you that it is impossible to bite at your own throat. Before long, the victim was observed coughing up teeth, containing DNA not his own. Creation was deemed threat-level tranquil, but don't be fooled by the label. Tranquil indicates the phenomenon is not dangerous, but may be dangerous if interacted with. While 0886 does not seek out victims, it is all the ready to make you one. And when it does, it prefers not to kill, but to torment. Currently, Creation is held in the highly encrypted Redwood Bureau servers. The following is the email intercepted by the Bureau. You've probably played games with procedurally generated levels. You've probably even heard some procedurally generated music played in the background of your favorite films or video games. We've been on the precipice of an AI-generated world for some time now, but I think I've crossed the point of no return. I've got a master's in computer science as well as a master's in artificial intelligence. 
Unfortunately, I was unable to employ this knowledge. You see, once I graduated, I had to start work in a massive office building as a call operator. My job was to call leads, who were people who may or may not, mostly not, be interested in a product we helped third parties sell. It required no previous skill or education. Felt like a waste of my time, but I had to do it. Student loans sort of swallow your whole life like that. Always working away your time to pay back the people who promised to help you get a real career. But that's life, I guess. Working 48 hours a week, I was often exhausted. I always denied my few friends' requests to hang out. It was soon clear to me my life did not turn out how I wanted it to. After a night of binge drinking, I realized I had everything I needed to make my dreams real, even if it didn't get me paid in the meantime. I could become an inventor of something never seen or done before. Computer procedurally generated data was something I did a thesis on. I'd always believed it would be our future in some far off year. You could walk up to a computer interface when you're hungry and the computer would read what you crave most. It might even produce something that isn't a known dish, but it would match your desires to the T. With artificial intelligence, anything is possible. A smart enough algorithm could become as creative or more creative than any person. So why did I settle on movies? Well, I'm a big fan of horror films. The best movie ever made, in my opinion, is John Carpenter's The Thing. So outwardly horrifying, yet infinitely rewatchable. I love trying to figure out who becomes an imposter and when before it's revealed. I think I must have seen it a hundred times by the age of 28. One night, I kept thinking while sipping a glass of whiskey, what if there was a software that took observations of your personality to create a 3D CGI movie specifically for you? Wouldn't that be amazing? You get bored, you sit down at your computer, and you tell the software that you want to watch a movie. The idea sounded so good at the time, even world-changing. After three long years of secret development, the software was ready to test. I installed it on my desktop workstation, a computer that I had invested much of my life savings into over the past few years. I prayed it was powerful enough to run the software efficiently. I named the program Creation. Simple, maybe a bit edgy, but for the time, it would work. With my glass of wine and a box of Cheez-Its, of all things, I sat down one evening after work and I double-clicked the icon. The black, borderless window opened perfectly. The word Creation was displayed at the top center discreetly. I had gone with a dark, minimal approach to it. It was time for me to make my first movie. Now, there were some problems, of course, with this limited software. After all, I could only do so much by myself and with a very, very limited budget. For one, when the movies were done, they would have no voice acting. Realistic human voices are something difficult for AI currently, but amazing strides have been made in that direction. Secondly, it took approximately two and a half minutes for a single frame of a movie to render. With the typical 90-minute movie filmed at a cinematic frame rate, it would take creation about seven to eight months to complete. Therefore, I had to compromise with my first film. I was too eager, too excited to wait that long just to see how a feature-length film could turn out. I decided on making the film 45 minutes instead. Short enough that I could wait for it, but long enough to have a decent feel of a real movie. That way I would know if creation really could make movies the way I designed her. 
Even so, that would take about four months. I reminded myself with the last sip of wine that it would all be worth it in the end. I clicked the rounded rectangular button on the window that read Create, and an elapsed time window appeared. Approximate time to completion, 101 days. A bit shorter than I previously thought. You might be wondering how the software writes the film and what the software bases that writing on. Well, I took the shady approach. I taught the AI to read the user's computer. Search history, documents containing text, chat logs, online gaming records. She would obtain data on the user's personality and could accurately guess their favorite film at a 96% success rate, based on my own tests. Admittedly, I had secretly installed the software in some co-workers' computers. Creation read their data and approximately every one of their preferred genres perfectly. To be certain, I later asked these co-workers what their favorite films were. I was astonished and proud when their answer matched Creation's. Now I only needed to wait, and waiting was the hardest part. I found myself growing more and more irritated as the months went by, often snapping at co-workers when they tried to chat with me. I think I nearly got myself written up once when I rolled my eyes at my boss. My worst fear was that the power would go out and completely reset Creation's progress. But luck was in my favor. Creation finished rendering the movie seven days early. I was ecstatic. I drew the blinds, turned out most of my lights to set the mood, and even popped some popcorn. I immersed myself in the movie viewing setting. Then, I opened the AVI file in a video player application. Before I knew it, the movie, my movie, was playing right before my eyes. To my amazement, Creation had made herself her own opening credit, a minimal yet beautiful hand-drawn transition where an invisible hand drew each of the letters in Creation. <laughs> I laughed. There were tears in my eyes just seeing what she was capable of. My anticipation peaked. Soon, my own name flashed on the screen under the words, Inspired by. <laughs> my giddiness grew. The black background then faded, revealing a CGI wasteland. The detail of the textures was astounding. I felt then that every minute spent waiting for this film had been worth it. Judging from the scenery and grunge lighting, I immediately assumed that Creation had set out to make a thriller, suspense, or even a horror film. The camera jump cut to a close-up of cracked, dried soil. Suddenly, red liquid spilled out over the soil, moistening it. Some of the liquid spilled into the cracks on the ground. I watched on the edge of my seat, unable to finish chewing the popcorn in my mouth. The camera slowly panned to the right, revealing a person's hand clawing at the ground. The red liquid continued to flow, and the camera panned until the source of the fluid was found. A man lay upon the ground with his throat cut open in a deep gash. An unending flow of red poured out. Holy crap, I said smiling. Then the camera jumped to a close-up of the man, giving me a far better look at his face. My stomach sank. There was something familiar about him. I finally swallowed and ignored it, continuing to watch the movie. The camera began to pull away, widening the view and revealing more of the man's face. My hands trembled, even as I held onto the sides of my chair hard enough to turn my knuckles white. A perfectly hyper-realistic CGI rendering of my own face stared back at me from the screen. The man with the leaking wound was me, a 3D model of me, 
but it was so accurate that even the birthmark on the bridge of my nose was there. Struggling to breathe, I found myself fingering that birthmark, feeling for it as if I would have found it stolen from my own face. I felt the mark, a perfect mirror. The man wore a blank expression, even though he appeared to be on the verge of death. When he began to smile, I jumped right out of my seat. No, this is... that's not possible, I said. His front teeth were slightly crooked on the right, exactly how mine were. How in the world would a program know what I looked like? How did it know my exact form down to my birthmark and the shape of my teeth? I did not own a webcam. I didn't have an actual camera in my house except the one built into my cell phone. It was impossible. I had never programmed creation to do something like that. I panicked, heart pounding hard in my chest. I had to remind myself to breathe, but as I stared at the screen, I did not blink. The man suddenly stopped smiling as his mouth tore open at the sides. He screamed. Suddenly, his body began to destruct and change. Bones popped out of his skin and joints. Inverted teeth grew in places where teeth shouldn't be. His neck folded in on itself, forcing the skin tissue of the throat to tear at the strain. Underneath the flesh of his neck protruded another face. This one was far from human. I grabbed at my body as I watched my CGI counterpart being torn asunder. My own joints and skin ached and burned as the man on the screen became mangled. When the man's transformation was complete, the second face smiled like the original had before. Its teeth were razor sharp. There were rows upon rows of them. Then, it spoke. Gary. I was petrified to hear my own voice coming from that creature. I do hope you're enjoying the movie. Was it talking to me? Another impossibility. It couldn't be talking to me. At the very most, it was a pre-rendered scene that creation had placed in the film. But that would mean she knew I was a person outside the film watching. On top of that, she somehow recreated my voice perfectly. The software was never programmed to create voices. How had creation become so aware? Coming to my senses, I leapt at the desktop tower, clicking violently at the power button. Thankfully, the computer shut down just as it should, and soon I was left in my dimly lit room. This episode is sponsored by June's Journey. What is horror to you? Monsters? Murder? Mystery? Well, if human monsters are your thing, June's Journey is the game for you, albeit in a more lighthearted tone. June's Journey is a hidden object game with a thrilling murder mystery set in the Roaring Twenties. You play as June on the hunt for your sister's murderer. Discover clues through exciting hidden object scenes with beautiful and atmospheric illustrations and music. Victory brings you closer to new plot points and suspenseful answers. When not hunting for clues, you can customize your own luxurious estate island with gardens, buildings, and decor. Or chat and play with or against other players too, in the Detective Club, where you could even put your skills to the test in the Detective League. June's journey is both relaxing and fun to play. With my busy schedule, I find it's the perfect game to pick up and play whenever I've got a free moment. It doesn't demand too much time, and it's pretty satisfying solving puzzles quickly and unlocking new clues. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. My breathing was slow and shaky. My hands trembled. 
I ended up spilling half the glass of water I had poured for myself as I tried to drink it. What had I created, and how had it gone so wrong? It made no sense. Creation rendered images that were too accurate. How had she gotten that information? I had never once discussed verbally or through text my birthmark, nor did I have any pictures of myself on my computer. I didn't have social media either. I used more anonymous services like Reddit and 4chan on occasion. I tried to forget about it for the evening. I turned on all the lights in my apartment and tried to diffuse my horror with some cartoons. That night, I did not sleep easily. I had nightmares of looking in the mirror and seeing that creature looking back. Dreams of waking in the middle of the night to see another CGI version of myself smiling from within my closet. I woke up several hours early in the morning, and I stayed up. It took me a few days to calm down enough to turn my desktop back on. Everything seemed normal. It booted up fine. My desktop was as it should be, and all my shortcuts were there. Even creation. I began to sweat a bit at the sight of her, but I had to open the software again. I had to know if what happened the first time was a fluke, or if it was something more. I messed with the settings a bit, first requesting creation to make a movie for me that matched certain parameters. Genre. Comedy. Runtime. Four minutes. Realism. Low. It was the opposite of the first movie, which I had long since placed into the recycle bin and promptly deleted forever. I was determined. This time, nothing would go wrong. Not with these parameters. It absolutely couldn't. It would be impossible. As impossible as hearing my own voice and seeing my own face in a procedurally generated film. I shuddered, then clicked Create. Approximate time to completion? Four days. I waited. Severe anxiety enveloped me rather than excitement. What would creation show me this time? The work week flew by, even though I wished it hadn't. Suddenly, it was Saturday and I had nothing to do. The time remaining for creation to finish rendering read two hours. I passed the time reading random news feeds, but I couldn't concentrate on a single headline. The next time I looked at the monitor, the render bar had disappeared. The movie was done. I took a deep breath. Then I sat in my desk chair and opened the file. As before, creation had inserted the hand-drawn logo for herself with a black background. Then, as before, the black background began to fade away. I was starting to get jittery. The scene came into view. It was a top-down view of a guy sleeping in bed. He was in a funny position with his hair a crazy mess and a snore that would wake the neighbors for miles. I felt relieved. Maybe the first film really was just a fluke. His alarm went off. He jumped up suddenly and turned to look at the alarm clock. Humorously, subtitles appeared as he said, I'm late! As intended, no actual voice was heard. I smiled. It had the comedic timing of a Pixar film. His mouth suddenly moved to express his panic. I was relaxing in my chair now. My muscles had stopped tensing up and I was beginning to enjoy the short film. I was three minutes in and the story unfolded. It was a simple story of a guy whose alarm clock had reset in a power outage in the night. He kept imagining his apparently mean and loud boss being even more mean and loud than before. I was actually enjoying it. Until he arrived at work, my mouth slowly opened. 
It was my office building. The name of the company was the same. The shape of the building was the same. The main character even parked in the same spot in which I parked every weekday. No, 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 my mind pleaded. The main character ran into work and quickly situated himself into his cubicle. A cubicle that not only sat in the same spot as my own, but it was also decorated the same. There was a picture of my recently deceased dog, one of those drinking bird toys, and my ergonomic keyboard that I'd purchased due to wrist pains. Tears began to stream down my face, but I could not look away. The terror was an adhesive to my focus. When the main character sat down in his chair, he suddenly stood straight up. His back was rigid. Slowly, he turned toward the camera. For the first time, he looked right at me. At me. He was smiling. Suddenly, the video glitched. Artifacts and tears deranged the entire scene. The lights in my apartment began to flicker. I think I screamed, but I couldn't be sure. In my state of fear and insanity, I had clutched my head in my hands and pleaded for everything to stop. It was at that moment that I heard it. I do hope you're enjoying the movie. A whisper in my ear. A whisper in my own voice. When I turned to see the intruder, to see my own nightmare before me, I saw nothing. The voice had not come from the computer. It had come from somewhere in the room with me. I was sure of it. The lights stayed on, and the desktop computer crashed. When I turned around, everything else was normal again. I've been sitting in my room for hours. I don't know what to do. I'm torn. On one hand, I've created something that could change the entire entertainment world. On the other, there's something wrong with it. Something terrible. Something that makes me think letting people use this software could only lead to trouble. I still have creation on my computer, but I don't know if I will open her again. My nightmares are more frequent than ever. I'm starting to think the one about the closet is more real than I want to believe. Warning. There have been some recent developments at the Bureau regarding 0886. Redwood now believes that copies of creation have been uploaded to the internet. If you stumble upon a strange video generation software by the same name, do not download it. Gary Trittner, the inventor of 0886, was recently found in his containment cell, dead by apparent suicide. He had gnawed off the lower half of his pant leg and shoved it down his throat leading to suffocation. Radio chatter from the Bureau indicates an intense debate among agents and researchers about creation. Apparently, the higher-ups would like to see 0886 spread across the internet. They are pushing for researchers to host downloadable copies of the dangerous software on numerous platforms. They seem to desire further use of creation by the public to better understand its effects. Researchers are hypothesizing that widespread download and use of 0886 might lead the phenomenon to attaining a threat level of disastrous. The software not only generates movies, but can somehow perceive the world around the system on which it is running. Following Gary Trittner's fate, it is believed by the Bureau that creation is malevolent and wishes to bring psychological terror to its users. For what purpose? That is not yet known. However, it is clear that the phenomenon can manipulate the physical world around it somehow. In my experience with Redwood, I have no doubt that Gary Trittner was forced to operate creation for the sake of research. Whether he killed himself, or it was somehow the doing of 0886, 
I cannot be sure. RPP report 08860 activated. I'm Josh Tomar, host of Redwood Bureau. Thank you for listening. Redwood Bureau is a horror fiction podcast and part of the EerieCast Podcast Network. For more dreadful terrors, follow Redwood Bureau on Spotify and iTunes, and check out our other podcasts like Unexplained Encounters and Freaky Folklore on your favorite podcast platform. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch under username Tomamoto, T-O-M-A-M-O-T-O, and my voiceover is featured in a wide variety of your favorite video games, anime, and other animated shows. Until next time, don't forget, this world is a strange one. Oh, my God.